Racial issues have plagued the University of Kentucky for years. Whether it was basketball or murals on the walls, there's always been some issue on the way that people of color are depicted in the history of this predominantly white institution. Despite the changes that Dr. Eli Capilouto has made, like removing a mural that depicted slavery and having an in-depth two-hour discussion with students of color, what can we do to take care of them as individuals and ensure the rate of success? Before February 17, 1968, not one black organization existed for the school. No scholarships, connections, nothing. And to think that this was only 51 years ago is kind of astounding and shocks me. The founder of BSU, Black Student Union at UK, Jim Embry, was destined to show that he could educate people on the purpose of Black Student Union's positive effects even in the hard times of the 60s. Graduation and retention rates of black students still lag behind those of white peers, and that might be perhaps the lack of black faculty leaders. Marlene Davis, a UK alumni, tells the story about the history because she had to live through it. She doesn't put anybody down or talk about how she would offend somebody, but she shows that no matter who you are, you can stand up for injustice. A couple years ago, there was a mural on the wall, and everyone was talking about how it's racist and how it needs to be taken down, and Dr. Eli Capilouto was the one who took that action to get the mural removed, but without the students, no one probably would have brought the attention to um, what it stood for. Um... So, the student body is a very important part of an institution because without the students, there would be no school. And without different types of students, people wouldn't be able to experience life as it really is. I remember when I was choosing which college to go to, um, you know, you're always faced with certain um, obstacles or whatever. You're always faced with certain things. You're always... Um, just asking yourself if you're doing the right choice for yourself. And I believe I did make the right choice. Um, I love the school. It is a PWI, but I feel like I have more of a voice here than just becoming a number. And um, I remember what really gave me the chance to say what I had to say and gave my voice is Underground Perspective. And I actually have Eli here with me to speak to you a little bit more about that. Underground Perspective, which has been on campus since 2014, created by Nigel Taylor, or one of the founders, um, is an organization that provides a way for students of different cultures who felt like outsiders to have a safe haven and to immerse themselves with people just like them. It's unique from any other student organization on campus because it truly focuses on fostering a family-type bond with its members and leadership team. They take pride in creating a community with the leadership board so Hello, I'm Eli Caldwell. I'm a senior here at the University of Kentucky, uh, majoring in interested teacher communications and minoring in coaching. I'm a signature program intern at the Martin Luther King Center in the Student Center, and I'm the vice president of Underground Perspective. Thank you very much. So, you have a lot of things on your resume, and I wanted to know, how did you start building that up? So, as me coming here from Dallas, Texas, um, Kentucky was very new. Lexington, Kentucky was very new to me, so 
um, knowing this is my dream school, I wanted to come here and make an impact. So I just didn't want to come and exist. I wanted to become come here and make a substantial impact before I left. Um, so I just I I put my face in different organizations and different um, events and just kind of showed up and let people know I'm here and I want to do things um, in the community and on campus. Um, so through making connections and just really having a good attitude about things, um, people started to notice um, and. That's where it started. Yeah, it's really good. Really good. So being the vice president of Underground Perspective, how do you think that's really helped build a community for the school and just people in general? Um, I think um, our mission statement kind of explains it all, um, social community through diversity. Um, I think it's been able to get people a home away from home because actually coming here can be overwhelming and very different to a lot of the different places people are from because we have people from different countries, different parts of the USA. Um, so... Just knowing that you have people to lean on, um, that not, might not necessarily be blood to you, but it feels like that. I think that's like one of the biggest things, uh, because if you don't feel that, it would be easy for you to not be interested in school yeah. and not want to be here. Um, so I think UGP through general body meetings, through different events, um, just do collaboration with different people on campus and in the community. I think that in itself has been very big for different people. Um, because it gives them a space to be their authentic selves. Yeah. I know definitely after I started going to the meetings and everything, I started, like, you know, feeling like I'm involved in something, and it's something for, like, a good cause as well. So I really enjoy going to the meetings, and I'm glad you guys have really, like, taken time out to, you know, make everybody feel like a family and everything. And then also, you know, since you are a senior, have you noticed any um, diversity changes in through the years of, you know, University of Kentucky, anything like that? Yeah, I definitely have. Um, it's not been a, like a like a like a oh wow super duper change, but it's definitely been things over like year by year that's been changing, um, and they've been notifying us as students of that because a lot of stuff changes happen, but we're not quick to recognize or we don't know, so we don't even know what we're looking for or where to look. Um, so just through the different offices and initiatives they have through these offices, they've been able to develop that so um, it can cater to the students. So more of a, um, like, you hear students now rather than them crying out for help or things they want to do and not being heard. Um, so I've definitely seen um, over the years where it has progressed, um, even though we have ways to go. I think University of Kentucky is very intentional with, um, with that, but it is very hard. And I think a lot of people understand that. It's very hard to cater to so many different types of students. Yeah. Um, but I think UK has done a good job in being intentional with that. Um, and just trying to do better for the common good. Yeah, um, thank you very much for saying that. Um, so I know that they have the Leadership Diversity Summit. Yes. Is that something new that happened this year only? or? Um, yeah, so this was the first year um, it was done, um, and it was it was really a great experience, yeah. uh, must I say. Um, just from the people that, the keynote speakers, to the workshops, to... Um, just the different people that came, high school students, other students from other colleges, UK students. Um, I think it was just a very good experience to see different people and not um, and also have many perks as it being something that you don't have to really travel to. It was free and you get excused from class. So I think that over anything, it was just experience that many many people don't get, especially with that many perks. So it was definitely a, a, a great time. I enjoyed it. Exactly. So, um, so being in a predominantly white institution, do you feel like you created a more of an impact with your voice than you would have done if you were at an HBCU? 
Um, I definitely think that because at the HBCU, you can easily you, you can be seen as a number at any a PWI or HBCU. But I think um, for me, I think you are seen more as a number of HBCU because I mean most of most of the people that go there will be African Americans, and as an African American man being here, um, you're also a number to a sense. But I'm saying you, I think you're more even more important in a way of you showing who you are and representing the different, you know, like African-American man, um, first generation, like so many labels within that, I think you're able to speak up and speak out and really just make that impact how you want to. Um, so I definitely think um, my voice, since I've been here, I just want to do good um, as a black man and just for the bettering of the campus. So I think that's been very beneficial. Yeah, and since you are a senior, do you think you've, um, you know, you've made your impact, but how are you trying to make sure that your the people, um, like I guess in lower grades or whatever, you're the underclassmen. There we go. How are you making sure that they have that same impact to leave the same voice that you did when you were gone? Um, so kind of how it happened for me um, when I came in, the people that were leaving now, or the people that were upperclassmen, they they really gravitated and put their um, wisdom and different resources into me. So I feel like in the same sense, I have to do that. Um, so if that's just, oh, let me help you out here. If you need anything, let me know. Or let in, let in the uh, underclassmen know, like, oh, this event is here. Or we have this on campus. They probably didn't tell you this. Or you got told a lot and you were you forgot. This is what offers on campus. So just being a resource. So if they need something, I tell them, take down my number. Um, and I see them around, speak to them, invite them places, do things like that. So creating that genuine relationship and just allowing them to see, like, you can do this. You can definitely do this. So yeah. definitely don't feel free. I mean, don't feel afraid to reach out. Like, always reach out. Like, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, so I know that um, the MLK Center is something really nice in the Student Center. And I've heard I've heard a few people say that, you know, the, the buildings care on African Americans are kind of like the worst ones. If you think about Funkhauser or something like that. How nice is it for you to work in the MLK Center? And have you really noticed that it's really like... <laughs> Building up your resume. Um, working at MLK Center has been a big blessing because you see so many different people like that you wouldn't normally see um, in one space at one time. Um, and so you learn so much through daily conversations, through the different programs we have, through the different speakers that come through, um, and just a lot of the faculty and professional staff. Um, I think that's been like a really big thing for me just growing because I think I know a good bit, but I can also keep learning. Um, so I think that's the MLK Center has, has an impact on so many people daily. And it's like, it's even hard to recognize that. It's like, it's, so, it's such a little part to like a bigger, bigger good, but it really does a lot for people. Yeah. Just from printing services to events or to somewhere to sleep, chill, do homework, um, people that's just advising you that really care. Like the space is really, was really needed. And I mean, I love working there. That's good. So, in the future, how are you going to continue your voice and continue the impact that you have now? Because it's, it's a big world, and so it's not going to be like this anymore. How are you uh, going to do it? I think for me, it's uh, myself just being a self-starter, so being able to do things on my own. Um, <clears throat> I think that's one thing I've been carrying with me, that I, I have the initiative to do things, so I'm not waiting for something. I'm going to go out and get it and make the impact. Um, when I where I deem it's best, and then also using the connections I've gathered since I've been in college or even before, 
Um, but that's one of the biggest things is just like making those connections. Like they will come through. Like I'm good to other people, so they're good to me. So whatever I want to do, or like jobs wise, or just opportunity volunteering wise, like I'm just gonna be able to use those connections and also with my initiative go out and do things um, when I feel like I need to. So I plan on starting a youth charity for orphans one day. Um, so that's one of probably if I do that, then I think I'll be yeah. fulfilled. Yeah. Um, so that's probably my my biggest thing I think I can contribute. Yeah, well that's awesome, and I want to thank you so much for coming over here to talk to me, and I wish you the very best. So that it can cultivate and just the um, entire culture of the members. UGP's purpose is about building a culture of a we on campus for underrepresented individuals here at UK, as well as students who aren't of color. They strive to be a family structured support group that is there to foster an identity of belonging for others that may not have support somewhere else. They've accomplished many things over the years, major events that they've hosted, like Manhunt, Roll Call, and also combining with the um, SAB to the um, to form the Underground Formal. And um, they're known for hosting events that are said to be impossible, yet something that is simple that can be brought onto a bigger sale. And every event is structured from a different theme that members chose through the voices of their leadership team and members. Thinking outside the box is their memo, and we usually ask ourselves, speaking of me being a member of UGP, what is something that people enjoy doing that we can elaborate on a larger scale? Being in this organization has helped me meet friends, helped me experience different cultures, and just really feel good about the things that I'm doing here in college. And also, I believe that with UGP, because they seem to never take no for an answer, it forces you to come to at least one event. It makes sure that you're there and you are enjoying yourself no matter who you are and what you're doing. And they're there to support you through all your decisions. And I believe that is something that everyone should try out because it has really helped just flourish and add a whole nother dimension to my life and I love it so much. So now, switching over from one great organization to the next, I am here to talk about Black is Gold. Um, this is the first year Black is Gold has been on campus. It has originated in Chicago by somebody named Amber Anderson. She created this organization from a photo shoot that she saw titled Black is Gold, and she believes that black women are golden, powerful, resilient, and unique. The purpose of this vision was to display the diversity and the representation of black women's unique differences that are often praised or shamed by society. Black women are very diverse, coming in every different shade, complexion, and having straight curly hair extensions or natural anything. But Amber believed that black women are beautiful. Black as Gold's sole purpose is to provide a place of comfort for young ladies and resources that they usually can't receive at home or at school. So, because this is a predominantly white institution, our lovely founder here, Kennedy Brown, has decided that she wanted to create that place for people at school. 
And so I have her today to speak more about what she has gone through and how she is making this organization flourish on campus. All right, so today I have Kennedy with me. Say hey, girl. Hey. And we are going to be talking about her club that she started here called Black is Gold. So I know this was a club that was already in Chicago. Yes. And I wanted to know, what made you bring this club to University of Kentucky? Well, let's start with myself. So I feel like I've always been a leader in high school, growing up. Like, it was just always in me to have a natural instinct to lead. So when my friend came up with the idea about, hey, are you interested in launching a chapter of Black is Gold um, on your campus? I'm like, of course, like, definitely. That's definitely something that I want to do. And, you know, I started Black is Gold because I felt like here at the University of Kentucky, we needed more programs that were catered towards African-American women, and I believe that Black is Gold will be very successful here on campus, knowing that we need more inclusivity within our Black population. Yeah, I definitely agree, because I know, like, you know, there's certain clubs, like, Black Student Union and Mm -hmm. Underground Perspective that have, like, really catered to the whole Black community, but, um, you know, before that, we saw nothing that was catering towards black women. So I really definitely congratulate on you on that and Thank all your success. You. And I wanted to know, how are you pushing for success of your participants in the in the club? Well, I'm pushing for my success with my participants by using social media as, like, our platform. I feel like social media is a huge part of making this organization successful. So I'm constantly saying, like, new member meeting, um, just making sure our social campaigns are, like, awesome. You know, we had our Golden Girl Wednesday. We do Motivational Mondays. So all these things are implemented so that people can take note of this and say, hey, um, this organization might be something that I'm interested in, of course. And so that's really how we're pushing for more members to join our organization. So even today, people are still DMing us, like, is it too late to join? And I'm like, no, just submit an application. And we'll, like, accept you. And our goal is to accept everyone who's a, who applies on campus, mm-hmm. considering that this is a new organization. So hopefully next year our organization grows. Right now we have around 35 members. So Yeah, that's I'm great. Looking forward that's to great. it. That's great. So was it, like, really stressful, you know, starting all this stuff, or did it come with ease? Because you said you like mm-hmm. to lead. So I don't know if it was stressful or if it just came natural to you. Um, It was definitely stressful. Mm-hmm. Like, starting the organization as a freshman was not easy. Like, I didn't really know anyone at first. So I really had to, like, just dive straight into it. I yeah. went to different events. I networked with different faculty members, staff members here at UK. And that's how I found, like, our awesome advisor, Taryn Henning. She's amazing. So it definitely was not easy. Amidst other things that I'm involved in, I'm involved in, like, the Leadership Development Program, First Year Forum, American Medical Student Association, UK Stunk Club, like, all these things, they mm-hmm. intertwine with each other. Yeah. So, like, Black is Gold, because I'm super passionate about it, I was able to make it a priority and, like, get things done. So it's definitely not easy. And so if you're interested in starting your own organization, know that you will have to make certain sacrifices and just keep pushing if you're really, like, determined and passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know you're super excited to keep this going. And um, I bet that it has really, like, just heightened your experience at college for sure. And do you think Mm -hmm. it's noticed a change in how you've gone through with your college life and how other people go through with their college life? Like, do you think it's made it better? Yeah, I think it's definitely made it better. Like, it's opened me up to so many opportunities. 
Um, I've met so many great people, and I feel like if I didn't start this organization, I would just know, like, my group of friends that I hang out with all the time instead of, like, branching out and re- meeting other people as well. So I feel like Whack is Gold is definitely starting to have a buzz on campus, and I hope to, like, build our legacy here and continue growing this organization yeah well thank you so much for coming over here and talking to me about this organization thank you i've heard so many great things about it and i hope you just expand your knowledge and everything that you do because you're doing a great job girl thank you all right nice talking to you same i will never forget this quote about um black athletes and it's that they only care when we're on espn Many predominantly white institutions have a majority of black players on a football or basketball team, and with those positions comes full rides and celebrity-like status. But for those students who are not an athlete or do not have any, um, who are just regular students, everyday students, I think the William C. Parker Scholarship that was created is a great promise for students to believe that this college wants them to be there and learn and also gives them the financial support. So now that you've heard some of the amazing students that are making a change here, what is stopping you from doing those things? You heard from a freshman who created a whole entire organization on campus here that was never here before that is already starting to make an impact. Even on their social media page, you can tell that they really are putting care and time into what they're doing here at the university. And with Underground Perspective, it has been an organization that has been thriving for five years now, and it seems to just grow every other meeting like I see new people at every meeting so like I said what is stopping you from creating an organization like this not even creating an organization but what is stopping you from giving your voice and telling what you need to be heard because things are happening every day on campus in life everything so if you believe that you can make this change get out there and just do what you have to do I know that Everyone is thinking about their career for the future, and it does not hurt to help build your resume by starting these things and getting yourself together, doing your schoolwork, and doing social work that could help build the community in the future. I know that listening to these interviews that I, um, that I had really inspired me and I hope I can inspire you guys as well I am so thankful to everyone who has helped me out with this podcast and I hope for many good things to come out of this and I'm hoping as well maybe next year we'll see an even bigger change in the University of Kentucky I know that there's been quite a few things going on relating to sexual assaults and just some controversial things that we would like to see make a difference and it starts right in your dorm room or your apartment or wherever you're living and it just starts with having a voice and I believe that everybody has that voice to make a change thanks for listening and tune in next time hi my name is Liza Rashid and you're listening to UKY you know why I'm here at the University of Kentucky talking about the deep and thought-provoking racial issues. Issues that have plagued the university for years and what we can do to ensure the rate of success. Today I looked into two impactful clubs, Underground Perspective and Black as Gold, 
two clubs that you might not have heard of or as popular as certain clubs like Black Student Union. And while we have started to notice a change in the past couple years, what is there still left to do that can better the everyday life of students? Change is not just a one-time thing, but an everlasting improvement for the better. I spoke to two wonderful students here, and I believe that their insight and wisdom can give you some inspiration on what you can do to make the change.